0: I was, it was hard to just sit still I, 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 I could, Now the chair's not going to make any Well I'm practicing show. stillness Let's do a show
1: Let's do a show We want to okay, do a let's show? Let's
0: see if I can get this. Oh, ah. There it is oh. take, take it in Take mm. it in
1: Drink it in ears Drink it in
0: You know when I was driving here to the All Things Comedy Network Studios Right across from Paramount Studios I saw a sign that said One of the original Hollywood Hotels Literally right down the street from me right now, I know. Yeah. So you can make fun of me all you Hollywood want, that woman was probably taking a call at-
1: The Hollywood Hotel. Right down that the street That could have been era. recorded in a studio. No, no, no.
0: The, everything in life happens the way it's-
1: Absolutely. Right? That's what samples like are.
0: Like us, like this podcast. hmm
1: Welcome
0: Absolutely. to Hollywood Anonymous. I am Brian Irwin.
1: I am John Huck. And I don't know why I
0: sounded disappointed when I said my name, but- You're like,
1: <laughs> I unfortunately am Brian <laughs> Irwin. It's uh, I mean, There's some truth to that. <laughs> Come on. You like who you are. On certain days- Oh. I am unfortunately Brian Irwin. Well, you say that, but look, I was thinking the other day, everything from here on out is gravy. What does
0: that mean? I mean, oh, you look, got I've,
1: I've lived this long. of you know, I haven't died. I've Did you think done you were some commercials. Make it? Of th- dude, Did no one in high school. People were like, when you, by the time you graduate, you'll either be drooling in a wheelchair or dead. And I was like, okay. Wait, who said that? Oh, some of my friends. To you? That's yeah. what they wrote in your yearbook? No, they didn't write it in my what yearbook. Say, That's a horrible thing. Instead of have a nice
0: summer. <laughs> Jesus going to be... Oh,
1: turn that fucking song off Come on, <laughs> Jesus God <laughs> I wonder if it drives You
0: may be the only person in history that hates their th- your opening song
1: I don't hate it, I
0: just hate that it yeah. goes on what too What you long. just said sounds like somebody who hates something
1: Alright guys, depending on when this airs You're listening to episode 79 or
0: 80 <laughs> I think you said it was 80 It's
1: 80 Yeah, this is 80 Oh, 80, huh? 80, that's a big deal But that's you never thought deal. you were going to live that long uh I didn't that was just a uh, the show. Years. I the show was I didn't think the show would live stuff. this long. But our I guests didn't think
0: there. we were going to have a show because of technology.
1: Because of technology. Uh emails, Ubers, Oh yes, yeah, we had a little bit of a communication. Ringing doorbells with video on it. We sent our guests to the wrong place. Well, when we say we let's be careful with but, that. But well, know. I'll just I'm just I'm not throwing people under a bus. I'm just <laughs> here to just take take some credit, you know. So uh but guys, uh, our guest today uh, from New York, in from New York, yes, in from New York from City. New, listen to that. That's a that's like a New York. Don't fuck that sounds with me like voice. that's somebody
0: who took JetBlue.
1: <laughs> I did take JetBlue. Yeah. To Long Beach or did they fly to LAX? No, to LA, LA. Oh, Look at that, uh, guys. Ralph Sutton is our hey, guest today. Hello, hello gentlemen. Uh, multiple uh, podcasts, one podcast, one radio show. Okay, okay. Uh, Used to have. Multiple, but po- no, Over, no, no. SDR, right? SDR is the is the podcast. Okay.
2: Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Yeah. Am I? Is it weird that I'm getting phasing in my microphone? Are you hearing that too, or no? No, no we,
1: we only hear yourself. I hear myself with that, and so then if it he, drives you nuts. Just take it oh, no, off. No, it's fine. Yeah, just yeah. Fine. To make but sure, it's but it's not. A... No, no, it's because I don't hear you like that, and you don't. We all we each hear ourselves like that. Yes. yes.
0: So yeah.
2: someone hasn't mastered the mix minus. <laughs> in the... Aaron. Uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah, you, uh, you know, <laughs> you have a little bit of tech in there. Yeah, yeah. So
0: so is that by. The fact that you had learned on the fly or you knew it before you started podcasting. I learned.
2: On, I learned on the fly. Uh, yeah, on radio and in podcasting. I just kind of taught myself along the way. I found that it was a lot easier to just figure it out than try and wait for someone to help I you. I totally
0: agree. The worst thing in, in the entertainment business is having to ask questions yeah, I mean, after a while. It gets annoying.
2: In radio, uh, when I started in radio, I just started going to a, a radio station and said, look, I'll just hang out, do whatever you need me to do, and I figured things out. Yeah. Board op. Yeah, board right, op. Did
1: you start doing board op? I started opping?
2: out as a board op, yeah, sure. And then... Because I, I was in radio. John, yeah, Brian you Brian
1: was also in radio. <laughs> yeah, really? Now Ralph is... We got uh, du- du- uh, dueling radio stories. I do miss
2: the idea of real radio. It is interesting. As much as I like my podcast, uh-huh. I still do radio as well. Okay. But live radio, nothing is like that. And it's sad that it's gone. Yeah. Well, now... D- are you so your radio show is not live the no, radio's not live no but in any most radio shows now are taped anyway and very most of them are just you know voice track. They're not right. live, except
0: for our morning shows, and there's very few of those. And that's kind of, of a
2: dying art form. Yeah. Yeah. And those to are pay for mostly it. syndicated. They're yes. not. They're really pre-produced. It's not like anything. <laughs>
1: oh, bad. so you're saying like if you had like a two-hour time span on a radio where you would play music and it would be your you show? and Just go, go into Hawaii. Right. Yeah. The
2: first my uh, radio show, the tour bus, is still on the air now. We're on about 35 stations around the country. Awesome. And from Maine out to Hawaii. But the first five years we were live. There was no redos. There was no delay. Oh, so, so you, could, you were and you couldn't curse. So yeah. we were so nervous all the time. And also, if a guest was late, we were screwed. You know, if someone cursed, we were screwed. If a CD scratched, we were screwed. Yeah. That energy of a live yeah. element, there is nothing like that. Yeah, podcast you could always re-edit. You know, you can edit you my can radio take stuff show now. Out. We just record it and then it goes out. You know, but. That idea of a live, in-the-moment thing that only lives once. Yeah. It's yeah. not
1: like people could go back and... That's true, unless they recorded your show, you, which they is... They used
2: to do that, too, I used to do that yeah. when I was
0: growing up. I'd yeah. I'd have the tape deck connected to the radio, and if I really wanted to listen to something, I would like hit the, you know, the classic yeah, used like, to be, play all, record yeah. button, push down, yeah. and I'm listen a to it later. I'm probably a
2: little older than
1: both of you, but <laughs> that's something we I, we all used to do as a yeah. kid. You know, a, yeah, my dad would... I mean, he had... Man, he had stacks of Jack Benny, like old radio, like just old, old radio shows that he would record off old radio stations. And it was like, when are you ever going no, to no listen yeah, to that? No one ever would listen back to Yeah, you anymore. never. I mean, it, like you said, it's kind of like the to be listening, like there was no recording Stern when he was back in the day. And you know, it was like, did you hear what happened on Stern? It's like, no, I missed it. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, then you fucking missed it. And that's yeah. word it's of like, mouth. I
0: do remember, I'll, I'll never forget, there was one moment I grew up in, in Racine, Wisconsin that... Somebody in my family was on the radio. They got interviewed by somebody earlier in the day. I think my brother, <laughs> it was a report on my brother because he stopped a woman that was being, like had her purse robbed before my brother became a cop. No shock there. When he was in high school, he stopped a woman from getting her purse stolen, right? And oh, so hey, they, 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 they interviewed whatever. And I just remember the fury in my family of like, Joe was interviewed. We think it's going to be on between such and such time. And like, that was like a thing. You had to get glued
1: to the TV. Find a fucking radio. No, it was a radio radio. thing. So
0: find a radio. Do we have a tape? Can we record it? What are we going to do? Like, all of that stuff. Now it's like, I'm going to be out. Well, I'm going to miss it. Well, it probably is going to be on the web somewhere on that radio (laughs) station's website. Just Just email me the MP3. (laughs) Exactly. It loses that whole, like, I mean, it whipped up everybody in my fucking neighborhood. When I was, I I used to be a
2: strip club DJ for a very long time. And (laughs) there was a time, they're going back to like probably 19. 1993 yeah, and uh, Howard Stern would always go to scores uh, and, and his crew would go and I was a DJ there But we missed each other like I left the club before he started going to the club And they were they had some girl on talking about how to pick up strippers and I thought what she was saying was complete horseshit So I called into this. I've never done it before in my life. I had no desire at that point really I mean I toyed with the idea of radio, but not much I was working in the food industry and um I called in. I miraculously got through, which is crazy for Howard. And I said, look, I work at scores. I can answer these questions. They put me through right away. And I had a good three-minute conversation with Howard when I was, like, probably 22. And it got me so excited (laughs) that it made me want to get into radio. Really? The crazy thing is my aunt happened to tape... Howard oh, every day. So which people did. Right. Yeah. So yeah I was able to get it and I still have that <laughs> call awesome. on oh, my hard drive dude.
1: from 24 <laughs> years ago. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. That's great, man. So the 3 minutes and you're like I could do the radio Yeah, the yeah, I mean, radio sounds and good. And was like, why? Well, he
2: didn't make fun of me. We actually had a normal conversation. He didn't shit on me after I hung up the phone. <laughs> right, you were listening to the show yeah. like, please don't mock
1: me, please don't mock me. So I was like, this is something I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was the next step after that? Well, I stayed as a strip club DJ and then a radio
2: DJ started working at my strip club during the day. And I told him, I'll teach you this. You teach me that. Oh, trading off the skills. And I got a job and in, in doing overnights, midnight to 6 in the morning, one night a week. And I would drive an hour and a half to the station to work for $6 an hour. Midnight, six in the morning, and drive an hour and a half back to start my mornings at the restaurant oh at eight a.m. and work the whole day. It was horrible. So wow. So
0: my memories of doing overnight was like the same fucking people called every night. And at first, when you start on the air, you're excited. Oh, you, take you, th- the calls and you think they, the
2: world is listening?
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But and, that's and, and you're also so Don't just you have to kind of have that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But, but well, yeah, because the and I don't know if you had this experience. Um, I don't think people understand it the same with podcasting. But when you first get your radio job. And you understand the concept of radio because you've listened to it. All of a sudden, you're in a room by yourself, and a song's done, whatever, and you crack the mic for the first time. You think you got it all fucking figured out, <laughs> and you all of a sudden it, you realize, who the fuck am I talking to? Yeah, right. you're by yourself no one. in the room, but you—no, well, you are. <laughs> but your your mind has to reset itself to understand. Yes, I am talking to people. I just can't see them. And you know what I'm talking about? The weird thing is that
2: I came from strip clubs where you see 200 people people in a room. And then with radio, what they told me was, and this was smart of my, very few program directors are smart, but this guy was smart. He put a picture up of what our demographic was. (laughs) Like a guy (laughs) in his 30s that looked like blue collar. And he put it right in front of where the microphone was. He goes, that's who you're talking to. And I would just always pretend I was talking to one of my best friends. That was what changed my you know, radio, all right, ladies and gentlemen, kind of thing right. to being a conversational guy. When I first started in radio, I drove to do uh, to train from 8 to midnight with someone who was going to show me how to use everything. I showed up at 8 o'clock, sat there for three or four hours because the guy was arguing with his girlfriend on the, on the hotline. <laughs> so he would be like making a smooth song transition, then pick up the phone, go, you fucking did it. it was crazy. <laughs> and I was just sitting there for three hours doing nothing. And at eleven thirty, he says, "All right, come in here." And he goes, "All right, this does this, this does this. You'll come tomorrow, and we'll we'll you know f- continue the training." All right. And I'm sitting there. The overnight guy doesn't show up. This and is the this, this is the my first of, time of, of in, argument. Oh, here first, we go. Yeah, the next same night. night. No, same, same night. Same. First night, the guy doesn't show up for the midnight shift. He should be there by eleven forty-five. And this guy was pissed off at his girlfriend. He goes, "You know what, dude? Good fucking luck." And he left me there. Wow. And I did my overnight shift from midnight to six in the morning. You just had to remember like three buttons. Yeah, because right? like, it was what controls the carts from, back then? No, it was uh it was a couple of carts, but it was also Scott Studios computer. So it was a little bit of both. Oh, it was but, in the um, transitional yeah, period. Yeah, it was a transitional period. But the fact that the radio station was still on the air at six in the morning when the program Program director came in. He's like, "All right, I guess you got a fucking job." Yeah,
1: dude, you figured it out, yeah. man. I mean, that's also because if you would have just gone, "I'm not doing this," <laughs> right? I wouldn't have had a job. Well, uh, nobody. There right. been a lot of people missing jobs the next exactly. day. Exactly, <laughs> that guy would have been fired too.
0: <laughs> so I'm probably that first night you started all the all the regular. started calling in. Oh, right? of course. And yeah. you're like, "Oh, this is amazing!" The, everyone's calling in and they love me. And then after like the fourth week of the same fucking people calling, oh, these it, are Some of them insomniac. you get to know.
2: Right. It's a, that midnight to six is a very unique crowd. Unique yeah. crowd. There's always nice you say. always
0: find out about the guy that used to work there that fucked every. Everybody that called in, like that was right. There's always that one guy that tried to get laid the whole time that he was there. It's just, it's it's such a weird audience. The thing that
2: to me that a uh, totally uh, a perfect example of what overnight radio is. I was trying to be humorous and entertaining and funny, and then in the morning after like my third shift, the program director came in today. Hey, I heard your shift. I'm like, cool. What do you think? He goes ah. Eh. We don't like our overnight guys to have any real personality. Just stick to the script. And that was <laughs> really like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Like, it really
0: hurt Ooh. my feelings.
2: Yeah. Punch. Why wouldn't you want it
1: Punch. to? I mean, if you had personality, maybe people would listen yeah, that, more.
0: Well, that midnight to six, they don't care. That's no. no. That's just a training ground. And then eventually... But you, so
1: then if it's just a training ground, my theory would be let you get as wacky I and would kooky think so, as you want. That's a, and then until we start getting complaints, like you can't I agree start you killing chickens.
0: If I if I remember correctly too, overnights did not count towards ratings, correct? So not at also, all. It was a oh, dead, zone. dead zone also, so it was a, which, which also would play into why not let me yeah, mess around with it. Yeah, it's not I affecting anything. But there was, they, they had a different weird mentality of how they saw that thing. And that's like just, why
2: radio is dying. Is because they've not gotten past the 1970s style of running radio. They haven't evolved. And it's why yeah. podcasting has taken over is because people that are running radio stations, and I'm dealing with them on a daily basis, they still think it's 1970s radio and this is how we should be doing it. They have no idea how to compete against what you guys are doing, what I'm doing with podcasting. Right. They don't know how to combat that. Yeah. Right, that's why they're dying.
1: But I feel like, have they even put any thought into it? I feel
2: like they're I'm not- sure. They come up not... with these idiotic ideas. Believe me, I've had so many of stupid meetings, meetings yeah. that are
0: so dumb, so dumb.
1: Yeah.
0: You have to remember, though, they are scared of the advertisers. They are scared of the ratings. They're scared of these things because they're, they're, they've locked themselves into this box where they're, all it takes is, I remember I almost got fired once just because one person called in and complained. Oh, yeah, And I was that's like, silly. oh, you're going to overreact because one fucking, what's your, your sample size is yeah. one person. Well cuz they always think that one person represents, you know, like everyone.
2: 80, you know, 20% <laughs> of your audience or something. You know they, No, but that one just, person is a lunatic uh, that I called I to complain.
0: You. It's but like But I mean thankfully in the end it didn't it didn't come down that way. I actually most of the people that I worked with in radio um, that were my bosses and all that kind of stuff. I think were mostly rational, sane people and I actually I it's the one part of my life that I look back on other than working in a grocery store which sounds weird, but I I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I had a great well, live radio time nothing, in there. I say there's nothing like it. It's an interesting <clears throat>
2: Actually, I was saying this earlier. I was on Fox News a couple of months ago talking about the difference between podcasters and radio people because I'm one of the few that, that do Does both. both, yeah. And the, the interesting thing is that a podcast listener is far more engaged because they've opened up an app, typed in your name, hit play and subscribe versus the radio's on in the background, so I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a very different audience. So 50 podcast listeners is worth like 5,000 radio listeners because they went out and found
1: you. It's a very different environment. Well, That's I true. like that. So if we have about 50 to 100, we that means we have 100,000. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> well, like. if then the your mom needs trans- to start telling some people. Yeah, get off mom. the treadmill, Come on. John's mom. Get off the treadmill. Or stay on the treadmill and just start advertising the show around to people at yeah, the yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah.
0: Talk really loud on the treadmill to yes. other people that's
1: why people go to the gym. They want to be talked to on Laugh out loud and start bothering other people at the gym. That's the best way to go about it. Um so you do simultaneously, you do a like Same you have guys a... need t shirts, sorry. Oh Oh, She should discussion. wear a sweat t shirt. A t shirt a, a, yeah, a, a sweat t shirt? Hot a hot sweat t shirt. Oh. <laughs> a sweat t shirt. Yeah, right. get a sweat t shirt because Brian uh is apparently making new fashion. <laughs>
0: I had a I have a, I had another toast quote, I had
1: another quote stroke I'm sorry yeah that's all right that's all right yeah you're right though we should make T-shirts or just like a, a Karate Kid style and, head and, and while you're at right, it get a there. sweat button-down shirt <laughs> <A Is> those... <laughs> get a sweat here's the deal any shirt I wear is a sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm gonna sweat in it <laughs> that's just how it works <laughs> that is true. Um, true but you have your podcast Sex Drugs Rock and Roll and your radio show yeah. at meeting. different
0: different styles of shows or very different oh, yeah
1: no, radio no. show
2: is 45 second mic breaks predominantly music three hours a weekend that goes out nationwide on regular terrestrial radio stations. And, so, so you record where, that when I record that in my house, I have a home studio. You do. Oh, so, you're not doing ass.
0: it you're not hired by a station and then it's a No, we, we do a
2: barter situation with we run a 14-minute commercial hour. It's an 8-6 six split. 6 goes to us and we we have a company that sells our ads nationally and we just barter. So, we offer our show to stations around the country. And, and why
0: they, did you decide to go that route? Just said I'm well, it's funny
2: is that syndication was in theory how you made fortunes. In radio, and you did make—I used to make great money in radio, going back like five, six years ago, when radio still sort of mattered. It was—it was my primary source of income. Doing this, doing radio, the, do, no,
0: no, doing with the syndicated version. Yes, it.
2: exactly. Okay. And okay. then, uh, radio just starts tanking over the last five, ten years. So, even though we're still heard on the same amount of stations. I'm making like forty percent of what the I. The revenue is going yeah, way just, down. Just and, what, and
0: what is the show about? on The radio, the it's terrestrial called,
2: one. The, the terrestrial show is called the Tour Bus, mm-hmm. and it's all predominantly '80s rock, mm-hmm. but yes. we play new new rock as well. And I'm hosting this rock cruise in January called Ship Rocked, which is like five thousand people on a boat and ten bands. It's great.
1: Now I wanted—I know—we'll Tour- promote that too, but I want to talk to you also. Did you host uh, Motorhead? Motor- the motorhead Motorhead cruise? Yes, I did. I you, did that for two years. You did that for two years. So you like boats. Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> cruise boats. But
2: cruise
0: how these are cruise ships. Yeah, they offer me
2: a. Uh, it's a I get paid really well to just get up and, like money. Bands and yeah. I'm, so you are you, I'm MC, Jewish, so. you MC the, you the I emcee all the events. And are you are you a fan of Motorhead? Though? I am I absolutely love Motorhead. Right, so I got the honor, which I is the only person on the planet that can say this. It was their fortieth anniversary on the boat and they made a cake for him so i got to give him his cake uh, and a handshake and a thank you for all your music over the years uh, you know and i in front of like 3000 4000 people on the boat and no one can ever take that away from me. No. To have that moment is truly a... Uh, I've been friendly with him over the years. I right. Say, I was going to say, you yeah. probably had many probably run-ins with that like guy. 10 times sure. previous to that. But I would never say yeah. like we were friends. But if I went to the Rainbow and he was gambling
1: like he always liked to do... At that machine, He yeah. would
2: know who I am and say hi. But it's not like we're going to go out for drinks afterwards.
1: No. Right? But, but he'll he sit there and have a drink with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but to me, everyone's got like... <laughs> that, that, that goes a little beyond the... Everyone, because everyone, I feel like everyone has a Lemmy story. Of course, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like if you've ever been to the Rainbow, you've got a Lemmy story. Yeah, and uh, and but that goes about like you're t- you're on a cruise with him. He's you're watching Motorhead yeah, had from all the side of, of the, the stage. Me. I was
0: like, up on
2: stage with the
0: three. And Let's of them. be honest, no one ever talks about being on cruises unless you're over like the age of sixty-five. Oh, if you're I mean. Lemmy's age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was alive. My it? more important question is, did you get a piece of the cake? I did. I it was. Uh, it was not a great cake. It was oh, a cruise okay. shipy cake. It just was not that great. Let me give you
2: means. shit. It's just like I mean, all the food on cruise ships sucks. Yeah, you know? yeah. When you're making food for thousands,
1: it's just not. It's going to be, be yeah, good. army and like. Yeah, you, it just yeah. can't be good. It yeah. Can't be good. Uh, my friend, uh, a, 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 an actor I know, Spencer. I think his last name is Grinow. Uh, is in a band that played on that last Motorhead motorboat. What's the band? Uh man. Should have. Shouldn't have brought wow, that. You're going to bring that, that to that, the table. Yeah. I. You know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Son of a bitch
0: so, so while, while he's while he's looking that stuff up so this cruise what what other kind of stuff did you have to do other I mean like uh, when they, you see you host they do a lot a thing, of like, silly so, events so okay. they'll do
2: things like uh rock and roll jeopardy and and uh the rock and roll dating game and uh, you know the uh, quarters and whatever like you know um, is
0: it non-stoppers or is there a lot of downtime between where people still go sit by the pool and do uh, all their stuff and you sorry, so how many
2: hours a day were you having to work I've on had this arguments day? with them about this because they want it to be non-stop so usually I start at 10 in the morning and hosting various things on and off—it's not like constant. Until right. so I do the SDR show live on the boat every night too, and that's at midnight. And I'm done at one. And it's usually every day. Okay. But I feel like people would like a break, a few-hour break. But they don't do that. They have band event, band event, band event. Throughout
0: the whole day, every day. Do you think their mentality is that if people want out, they'll just walk away? Yeah, and but go when do there's a thing? band
2: on stage and there's only one boat, you're, right. you're hearing it anyway, <laughs> no matter you know, where so you are. No matter where you are. But I do feel like and I've I've said that to them, but they I I understand that a lot of these people they're they're not my age, they're a lot younger, and they want to party all the and time, just go nuts. This is their one week a year to just get fucking crazy. Is it debaucherous? It is crazy. I mean, especially the Shiprock Cruise, more so than the Motorhead Cruise, because the Motorhead Cruise, the Motorhead Anthrax,
1: audience.
0: it skewed older. The yeah, I was going to say, it's like my
1: my my age is like, we want to rock out until our backs sort yeah, of hurt, exactly. and we want to sit yeah. down a little and bit. Where women,
0: is, w- women uh, older women still showing their breasts off. Yeah, it's all no women what. that were gorgeous in 1986. It just doesn't look
2: right now. But the Shiprock... just
0: doesn't look right. <laughs> the,
2: the Shiprock Cruise is, uh, skews a lot younger, because it's... Bands predominantly from the '90s, so it's yeah. like Papa Roach and Corn. Sometimes this year it's uh, Alter Bridge and Seven Dust, and it skews probably 20 years younger. Okay, so that is definitely there's even a, uh, a Facebook forum specifically for swingers on the boat. Oh, okay. yeah, so it gets crazy. Now are you yeah. in charge of that forum as well? That, that you have party? to emcee those parties. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a director on those. <laughs> you're, you're,
0: you're walking around with a live mic. Yeah. How's it going over here, guys? You guys. Yeah, uh, um, <clears throat> something like that. Though I, there must just be puke everywhere. Well, you... it's not as bad. Like I've not seen
2: a lot people of people. They can handle the, uh, the alcohol. We do for the usually most part. end up with less people on the boat by the end of the cruise. Various reasons. You know, they tried to bring drugs on. They got oh, they get, taken off. Six, yeah, okay. they get taken off. Yeah, they get taken off. I think off. that they just
1: disappear. I'm like, that wait, what? That, that oh, does fuck. happen. I've seen those on <laughs> NBC. That's crazy. People uh, just
0: disappear so, off the cruises. It, it does
2: happen, but uh, not, you know. not on your cruises. Has anybody ever gone missing? No, but you know, just that it does thin out a little bit by the end of the career yeah. that's interesting every year because they so tell what, you what not to bring drugs don't but... bring drugs and people do there's always drugs on the boat i was gonna say but uh you know if you get caught then you're, you're not gonna get, let and you go. then you get in the there is an actual brig which i never really knew but there's you a, get thrown in the brig If they, you get, have you seen it i've not seen it but i knew a few people that have been on it <laughs> one guy got in it day one, Oh. and then that was it he never got off the boat he was in it day one and they brought him back and they
0: After, kept on the whole they kept time. On the
2: whole time. Uh, yeah. What the hell did he do? That he. I don't know. I just hear things like that all the time. When it happens. Uh, that's but for not... the most part, they're they're pretty well behaved. You don't see a lot of yeah. like. Yeah. You know, I never saw like a wild fight break out or anything.
1: Because I feel Where like if you you're, you're paying that, that money, like, because you could go see Motorhead at the House of Blues. You could go see Motorhead in Irvine. If you are paying money to get on a boat to see Motorhead and bands that are supporting Motorhead, you're a Motorhead fan. Yeah. Exactly. And if you're a mo- if you're a real Motorhead fan. You're not there to start fights and shit. You are literally there because that music is fucking awesome. Well,
0: yeah. you also don't want to jeopardize what you came there for, which is if exactly. you get in a fight, you did, you, the also whole experience is gone.
2: It's all people that are there for the one common goal of loving this music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the last Motorhead cruise, it was um, Phil Anselmo was on there, and so was Rex Brown. And they went up and with the dr- drummer from Dream Theater, well, at the time, Dream Theater and the guitarist of Megadeth, they did a five-song Pantera set, which was like just
1: heaven. You know. Wow. Why could you, who would be in a bad mood after that? Right, you know? right. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the bands that I think uh, my friend, uh, his name is Spencer Jacob Grau. Oh, Spence? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that was pretty good. Uh, he was in Vox and something, uh, Occult Wisdom. Oh, I don't know either of those but I'm sure so, was. Or there could have been he was he's also been he was in lying, out of different we, bands? we just did you just find out he was lying no but he okay. did
2: post this uh it's possible because a lot of like sub bands that is, yeah. you know they don't introduce every band so no
1: I was yeah. gonna say yeah. there's they they were probably one of the smaller so there's, bands. there's
0: a lot of music on there's a lot there's of usually music. about
1: 15 bands on the boat yes. and then how would that last a week Monday to Friday Monday to Friday are you
0: even though it sounds cool are you like exhausted and ready to get off the boat by the time it is done uh, yeah like one
2: year we did a, uh, a five night instead of a four night and that last day was terrible. Fi- five days is perfect because the Monday, by the time you get on the boat and get, it's already like three or four in the afternoon, right? Okay. And the Friday, you're off at eight, nine in the morning. So it's oh, really okay. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And those three days, I'm good. If it okay. was more than that, yeah. I don't think I would be good. It
1: starts to wear. Yeah, now, and a lot of
2: people want it to be longer, and I'm happy that it, I don't want it to be longer.
1: Okay. Now, I know you have a, a podcast called Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll. Do Are you a partier? Do you like to? You know, it's weird, because uh, my, my co-host is a comedian, Big J Oakerson. Yes, and, very um, funny. He is
2: a pot smoker, and he is my bad influence. We we, we do the show live Monday nights and uh, with video and stuff. And when I started the term Monday Night Drug Addict, because I don't normally do any drugs. But with him, I've smoked pot on the air. I've done mushrooms on the air. Oh, wow. I had a minor stroke on the air from Jesus. doing too much drugs. Like I literally passed out for like t- twenty seconds and didn't realize that time had passed. It was very weird. Whoa! But um, normally I don't. No, I like I, I'll drink. I'm a casual drinker.
1: Okay, so I, you're not like a like a I
2: make up playing. for it on let's... the Sex in the Rock. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's get back the to the
0: stroke for a second. We don't just dance <laughs> over this. Okay, so <gasps> you. You you literally shut down. You guys don't stop the show. No, and I was actually now
2: back to what I was talking about. I was so pissed that they took the camera off me because they felt bad. I'm like, are you fucking? That's it. That's as far as it went,
0: though. As far as medical attention was, remove the camera from the guy having a stroke. But it was what happened was I was it
2: was it was comical because I was our our show was ridiculous. So Big J was uh, using a selfie stick camera to uh, penetrate a girl that was in the studio, uh, a porn star and he was trying to make her come. Okay. And she, I, that's all fine.
0: She Continue. told me to
2: count down from 10 to 1 because okay. she was about to come. And it looked like I was counting down my own stroke <laughs> because I got to 1 <laughs> and then I had my little episode. There's a YouTube video of it, but you Whoa. can. And I all oh, I started leaning forward to the mic, my eyes started darting back and forth, and like 5 more seconds passed by and I come back to reality and I'm trying to understand why everyone's staring at me. Because they all
1: noticed this was a blatant, obviously. Like, yeah. They were trying
2: to wake me, and, and I wasn't reacting. <clears throat> and then I look at him, I'm like, what, what? What's wrong? What's wrong, guys? What happened? They're like, uh, you just like blacked out from it. I'm like, what? And the adrenaline kicked back in, and I felt totally sober. And I was like, what are you talking? Like, what happened? And it wasn't until I rewatched the video.
0: That Whoa. I saw. What happened? How much longer did you do the show after that? Moment? I didn't do it much longer. I let Jay close it out. You did. Yeah, okay, so I you did walk away. Yeah, I probably go, weirded you
1: out. The time had oh passed, God, and you yeah. were like, "Wait a minute, I'm not." I thought like... you did like another
2: two hours. No, and, and then it. the funniest thing about it was that uh, I shared the clip on Facebook. And speaking of your mom listening, my mom doesn't really listen, but she shares everything I post. Sure. <laughs> you see, you're, so she's sharing she her son's stroke, the stroke, and her all of her friends like, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you share that?" <laughs>
1: Was it the whole video of the show, or no, just, just that, that, that? Oh, I was like, seconds. Jay's poking a chicken. To, like, why yeah. are you sharing this with your bridge club? <laughs> oh man! So did you go to the? No, uh, I, I don't. Look, if it ever happened
2: again, I would be worried. But so that after day, that, everything was fine. Yeah, it's never happened again. And also <clears> that day, I, I was also on. As I'm sure you can hear, I'm coughing. I have a throat problem, so. I've been on a throat medication. I hadn't eaten that day. I was drinking and smoking, and it just was like I hadn't done a lot of anything in a long time. Yeah. So I think it was just an overload, and then yeah. I came back to reality. So it has not happened since. If it happens again, I would be worse. Right. 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 Yeah.
1: Now you talk about your you have a throat issue because like I thought you just had like a badass radio voice. Oh, I have a deep radio voice, but no. I do have a cough that I. Oh yeah, get I rid thought of. it was
0: a travel cough. I thought yeah, no, no I've had it on the for, plane. for
1: months. I
2: can't get rid of it. I don't know. It's like
0: the little weird thing right by your like. There's a, uh,
2: just... what is it called? There's like uh. Um, um, little, like, not a polyp, but something around my vocal cords that okay. I'm trying to slowly get rid of. It just All happens right. from talking so much. That's yeah, that's kind of your true. life, huh? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, and you're not supposed to clear your throat. That's like that, the worst th- thing for you. They tell you, you that's, yeah. it just keeps, it just makes it, it ex- exas- exacerbates the yes, problem. Good word, yeah, good word good work, good work. Um, well,
0: we we heard about hair tongue. What was it called? Oh, black hairy tongue. Black hairy tongue. Don't get that. I don't know <laughs> no. what that is. That's don't a Google terrible it. disease. It's it actually exactly
1: what it sounds like. That sounds so weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's s- disgusting. Yeah. It sounds like a sexual thing. It's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's, <laughs> definitely, not. it's <laughs> definitely not. unless you mean never getting late again because you have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being around music all the time. Is that when you were younger? Were you in bands? Did you play? No, insurance? I can
2: play guitar. But on my good day, I'm a terrible guitarist. You know. But it's just, I've I was I had a very odd. Uh, <laughs> different things that really were passionate about in my life. I was really into breakdancing as a kid. Hey, man. Yes, I could tell. Let's not make fun of that. That's good. I was good. in the movie Crush Groove. It was hilarious. Really? I was, I was considered one of the best white breakdancers in Brooklyn. My brother and I were known as the Mighty Whiteys. Uh, where are those t-shirts? What? I, those those are all good t-shirt yeah. catchphrases There's for a video you. I found. Of like my first month breakdancing, someone sent it to me. I put it up
1: on YouTube. It's very funny. Wow. Uh, but so there's we, documentation. Yeah, there is. Also, and I don't think they could wear T-shirts that say Mighty whitey's anymore with well, the state of the world. It only began now, but then <laughs> it was
2: all my black and Spanish friends that named us. Right, right, so right, was, right. we had the street cred. Um, and then I, I was I, so many crazy. I was wanted by the FBI for computer hacking. Wait, who 15, was? I was 15, I was. Your Matthew Broderick war games, exactly they based right. that on you. Now, <laughs>
0: define computer hacking.
2: Uh, doing very, Ill- ooh, sorry, doing very illegal things. Like uh, credit card charging and making my phone bill be next to nothing. Okay. Whoa. And changing my friend's grades and in, in school. You're Ferris Bueller. It was bad. Yeah. And uh, was it pretty easy back then? Yeah, it was pretty easy back then. Like if now, you know you, obviously, now I, I would have no idea. Yeah. But like what I was speaking earlier about Haunted like mixed minors and beard. stuff, like with uh, radio, I built our whole computer, our studio. I just did it all. I figured out how to do it. No schooling. Just No schooling.
0: Everything was like, huh, I and wonder how. Exactly.
2: And when our ra- my radio show... Excuse me.
0: When my radio I show... I
2: polyp just flew out. <laughs> it was uh, live, syndicated live, for a few years. Then the satellite fell out of the sky, which was a planned descent, but then they switched over to a different format, and you had to pay a lot more money for satellite time. So we switched to CD delivery. Now we're uh, FTP delivery. But to make a CD tower... That had a one to ten record rate, you know, one to ten. At the time, that machine was ten thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, God. and I didn't have ten thousand dollars, but I said, I bet you I could figure it out. I found schematics, downloaded them, and built it for nine hundred bucks. Whoa! And kept my show alive. <laughs> Holy shit! And then I sold it ten years later for a thousand bucks.
1: Which is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That, that that one that you could look at schematics online yeah, or something like it. that not amazing that you found them because, like, I feel like everything's online. Eventually, if you look hard enough, you'll find it. It's and you just, had to, like, press the software into the ROM. And
0: were you it was that a guy confusing. that, like, loved Radio Shack and all those green boards? Not really. That. That's what's okay. weird. But I
1: just, I get and I have OCD and I want to figure out something. I'm going to figure out something. Okay. You just don't stop. Yeah. I'm because I'm out. like, oh, that would be cool to figure out what, seven buttons? No, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, and then I just sit down and I forget right. about it.
0: So you weren't making, like, robot legs for paralyzed no, dogs No, Like, even in a, like that. we okay. have
2: our, you know, uh, SDRs in a little studio I built in my home, and I figured out, I wanted anything that someone said, hey, could we do this, or would it be cool if we could do that? I figured out how to do everything, so that the producer could talk to us without it going out on the air. I figured out how to do that. I didn't know how. So if we wanted wow. to listen to something without it going out on the air, but being hot for the producer, figured that I, one thing at a time, figured it all out to make sure that we could. We did a green screen, we have a multiple camera shoot, all I figured out on my own.
1: That's, that's that's you know a bit that's also I think you know you've you've been you've been at it for a while and I think that that like people like you who just figure stuff out and just keep cuz whatever technology comes through whatever new thing happens you'll be like okay now I'm going to figure out how to do that like you you're never going to be kind of as behind as someone like me there's <laughs> a uh, for a multi camera <laughs> shoot there's a piece of equipment <clears throat>
2: I forget what it's called right now but it's like fi- a, a a tricaster mm-hmm Yes, TriCaster, Yeah, And they're like five grand, at least. Jesus. Maybe more, right? Like maybe 10 grand. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend five, 10 grand. 30, we heard. 30. They think the smaller ones are what? like five. What? And what it allows you to do is a multi-camera shoot so that you could go from camera one to camera two in a live streaming to YouTube or whatever situation. I found a Japanese... Uh, card company for a computer, like that you plug in a computer, came with no English instructions, no BIOS or anything, but it was five hundred bucks, and it allowed for four cameras HD into your computer. It took me forever to
0: get it to work because you didn't because you had to learn Japanese. Japanese.
2: But for five hundred bucks versus five grand, I got to do and our feed looks as good as any other show out there. Now let me ask you a
0: question: Did you bring somebody over that spoke Japanese so they could read it and just tell you? You know, I just Googled it and
2: eventually found (laughs) someone that was explaining how to do it. You know? Yeah. Again, YouTube. There's always somebody on YouTube. School of Google and
1: YouTube. Somebody went through it already. It's insane. But but to me, it's like those people are like. I love the people that put those videos out. Whatever the video is, whatever they're telling you how to do, there's a video of someone showing you how to do anything on YouTube. And for me, it's like if I figured out a little trick or something, yeah, I'd tell my friends. I would tell other people that asked. But I wouldn't think about making a video, like a 10-minute video of me going, this is exactly how you do it, that could literally help millions of people. Well, I mean, that's the thing that I actually will, because with
2: radio, no one ever showed me how to do anything. So my attitude has always been, if you ask me, I will go into detail to help you out because i'm not it's not about a competition it's all about ev- just helping each other paying it forward so if i went through that horribleness of figuring it out you'll, i have no problem sharing that attitude so you but we don't have to if you were supposed to come over and have me explain it you don't show up you'll never get another information any information right. from me again yeah no
0: i did that when somebody hit by the front of my car and dented the bumper and i was gonna be like oh, i gotta get i gotta get this bumper fixed And they're like 750 i'm like fuck that I hate cars. I, my dad fixes cars, no, Want to have nothing to do with cars, and I just went on YouTube, and they're like, okay, here's what you do. I'm like, fuck it. I'm saving seven I'm going to do this. And it took me three or four hours. Yeah, but, but I, I did it. it. Is, there's also so much satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. I did Can feel pretty. I, I felt... I'm married, so I felt pretty fucking good about myself when I came back in. I felt like a man. Yeah, does that exactly. make any sense? No, like, I know. <laughs> I really felt I was dirty, and I felt like I had accomplished something. <laughs> like even like uh... this is to my wife, what I'm doing right now is not accomplishing fucking anything. <laughs> if I'm like fixing a car, that's some real shit. Taking the dump. It started out the when when
2: the SDR show was actually Jay asked me to do a podcast with him, right? So he was doing his other show, Legion of Skanks. It, it does really well. Yeah, he but, still. That's maybe that's what I was saying. He still does that. He show, He still right? does yeah. Legion. Yeah, and he said to me, we had done the cruise together a few times, and we always ended up hosting things together. I've known him for 10 years. And he said, you know, podcasting is fun. You got, we should do something together. It's fun to do. And I said, not for nothing, but, you know, podcasts are for people who can't get into radio. I'm already into radio. Why would I do that? Yeah. You know? But then over the next year, I kept reading more and more about how podcasts are the future. So I said, All right, fine, fuck it. We'll, we'll do a podcast. So we started recording them in my house, and I would call on friends that I knew, like whether it was a, a singer from a rock band or a porn star that's come over, and we would record them. But neither of us had any idea what to do with it. Once them. it was, yeah, we've got all these recordings. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, oh, fuck, we get 12 them shows, and then people started calling me, like, dude, that show I recorded three months ago. When can I hear Like, So then I started <laughs> figuring out what an RSS feed is, how to make a, a, a website, how to get it out there, and just started putting all my efforts... Because I do have OCD. So you were like, now
1: I'm going to figure out how to have this
2: podcast up and make it Not only get a podcast up and running, but make it do well. Yeah. So we get now, we get about 150,000 listeners a month. Jesus, man. We were number one on iTunes comedy last year. We used to be on All Things Comedy. Yeah, that's Um, what I said. You know Ralph? He goes, yeah, they left us. (laughs) (laughs) We only left to do our own thing. We start our own network. Yeah, yeah. That's not like a, a... an and you're based, you're
1: both based out of New York. You and yeah, Jay, he right? lives five blocks from me. So how long have you guys been uh, doing the SDR? Two years, a little over two years. Okay, okay. Yeah, how I'm many low. how many episodes deep? Uh, 105,
2: 110, something like that. Okay, yeah, I think 110. So one a week is one a week. Yeah. yeah, We've only I've only missed one episode, which was last week, and he's missed three. But we'll always bring in somebody else to fill in for one of us. We've never not done a show except once we ran a best of.
1: Well, but that's
2: fine. Yeah, I think know. consistency is probably. Audio quality and consistency are the two most important things. I feel.
1: I agree, right? If yeah, you, I agree if about that s- consistency thing, John. Just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it was recorded on a phone in a
2: bathroom. Yeah, I did a show yesterday that was one of these. It's the worst thing in the world that Yeti oh. room mic.
1: No. And no. I just was like,
2: why are we? I was angry no. that I was there. That's no. that's what I've and
1: heard. No one should listen to that no. stuff. No one should have any... because there's better quality out there. That's the problem. And like I agree, I've had many, a lot of guests like they'll show up at Brian's house like, oh okay, you guys got microphones, great. You know what I mean? And they're like relieved because yeah. they've sat through some dude putting his phone out in the middle of the table. The phone table is and, the worst. And they like, like, yeah.
2: The Yeti mic is about a 100 bucks. For a 100 bucks, you could buy two SM48s and a shitty mixer, yeah. and you're going to sound so much better. Yeah. yeah.
1: It
0: makes no sense.
1: But also, that's, again, that's a guy like you going, what... You know, some people are like, okay, I can just record on my phone. That's easy. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that's no, easy no, now. you
0: can't because that's a conference call. That is not a podcast. You're <laughs> yeah. not, you, there's no phone. Phones? And that's why, like,
2: I did a radio show this morning, like a, ra- a morning radio show. Yeah. And he was shitting on podcasting. I was like, well, you're shitting on 80% of podcasts right, right. because the barrier to entry doesn't exist. So any schmuck with a phone can do, it. can do it. But the truth is there are people that have a nice studio like you have here, that have a producer that care about quality,
0: and those people are the ones that rise to the top. Right, yeah. It's you. like YouTube. I mean, everyone's on YouTube, but that doesn't mean that, that you you can't hold the good accountable for the shit. Right. It just it's just bringing more bodies to it. More exactly. Listeners, more listeners.
2: I'm all for it. Anybody should do it. It's a great thing. But don't expect your show to do well if right. you're not putting any effort into it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And why are you? What brings you to L.A. this time? <laughs> uh, I came. Here, I do come here like once a year to do like a just a some West Coast shows to get my voice out there and talk about Shiprock, to talk about the SDR show and.
0: Just get my voice out there. Nice and have nice. sex
2: with uh, West Coast women.
0: Yes, West we, Coast we ladies. Can't, we can't help you with that. If, you, right. if you were oh. hoping we were going to kind of send you in the right direction, I was direction. trying to get one of those two girls that was here. One of them wasn't bad. Yeah, well, they're unflankable, so you can't. Jack even... Nicholson called yeah. them both ugly, ugly so yeah. uh, well, and he didn't want them flanking him at all. So, uh,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: I mean, unless you're wearing, you're, if you're not into flanking, then they're fine. All right, well, that's good to know.
1: When is uh, do you have another uh, a cruise coming up that you're yeah,
2: doing? Yeah, in January 18th is Shiprock. Ship uh Rocked. it's gonna, it's already sold out, but. There is a waiting list because people always cancel last minute. So sure. if you go to shiprock.com, there's a waiting list where you could join in, and you still have a pretty good chance of getting on because people cancel. And this is you No, I just this... I've been the host since the beginning. Okay, it's funny actually. Um, I went on the first year. At, they've invi- they invited me on through my radio show because I didn't have a podcast, but they asked me to just come on and not hang to host, out. just to be not there. Not to host, hang out. Okay. And the the host was a West Coast uh, rock and roll radio guy. I forgot his name but his first time on the mic this says the the monday night the first night he gets on the mic he goes wow food sucks on this cruise huh and the the guy who was created chip rocked was sitting next to the owner of the cruise line and he looks over and goes that guy can't be on the mic again for the rest of the trip six o'clock in the morning the next day they call me and say can you host Everything. Oh wow! For the rest so this is trip. just
0: like how you got into overnight same radio. Thing. Yeah, same thing. You just happened
1: to, right happen right to be time. there. right place, right time. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's
0: now, awesome, though. And now it's it's eight
2: for years. that guy. Eight and where
0: where does this take off from? Where does it go? Miami.
2: Every year it changes, but this year it's from Miami to Turks and Caicos. Which okay is, uh, i don't know caribbean. what you just said but okay Caribbean. the caribbean oh, okay. yeah, it's always in yeah, the okay. caribbean okay somewhere okay. like one year jamaica one year it was uh grand cayman do it, you land do they dock
1: places as you New say is do it dock about docking the... a lot or not really i
2: mean they do a like a beach party which is always okay. fun okay so we dock we have like beach uh beach wars which is like an olympic event kind okay. of thing and with the bands and stuff and a band will play on the beach and that's always fun okay but it's really just about where you're, you know, being on the boat with the bands. Do yeah. they
0: have? So are, are you subject to certain rules? Not talking about saying bad things about the the, the ship, but I remember like, um, uh, comedians on cruise are like, it's not a not regular. Do not fraternize. You know, it's not a regular like regular cruise lines. Are a lot of fraternize. Yes, um, and you can do whatever the hell you want yes. in respects to, but you the, the tonight, cruise sing.
2: staff, the cruise staff cannot.
0: Right. They have this. they're held. Because the
1: they're difference. still giving a cruise. they're still doing a cruise. Yeah, regardless
2: still, of Yeah, they're they're own, they're employed by the
0: cruise line. Right. So they're not allowed to fraternize. They're not I actually one time Are they afraid to talk to you? Can they, no, they could with talk? You? They could talk, but you can't like They can't party they can't, can't come to your room and hang out and, right, and, and exactly. have a beer.
2: <laughs> I actually though one of my claim to fame is I did have sex with one girl that was a masseuse on the boat. There we in go the spa. No longer a masseuse on the boat thanks to this Yeah, show. No, she had to uh, John's mom's gonna tell. It wasn't on the boat. She snuck me her number. And then we, I called her after the cruise,
0: Oh. and we went out, which would be considered... That's complete... a gray area, and we, I learned that from another comedian who did the same thing. That's the gray area where yeah. they can kind of get away Wait, with
2: it. Wait, what? Why is that a gray area? It's not. They should not give you their number. Not,
0: yeah, because where, oh. where you receive the information, the, the togetherness part
2: was... It was on her. Like, I, I went to get an actual massage. She wasn't my masseuse, but I saw her. I was like, whoa. And we were just kind of talking, and then when I got my uh, bill... Her number was on it, and
1: then I called her when I got off the boat. See, but, uh, okay, see, so I don't you, think there's you, anything wrong cream. with that. I feel <laughs> like I feel like you were like, look, I had some questions about the massage I was given. I just needed to talk yeah, to can her. It be, can
2: it be that girl? And can it be in my bedroom? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Can we get uh, Jeff out of here and bring in? <laughs> uh, Svetlana? <laughs> Svetlana. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh this so, show by the way it's about like
2: Hollywood failures is that? No. No, no we no, are. No,
1: no, no. We're the anonymous part comes because me and Brian together have 30 years combined in this business and no one knows who we are. Okay. Yeah. Our well, guests are behind the scenes working. Our guests are um, you know all walks of the entertainment industry. So whatever it is like to you know do you have you ever done any stand up or anything? No, I've been asked a lot and it's actually funny now because I've been associated
2: with with comedians, yeah, well, that Ralph Sutton comedian is actually something that comes up Googleable, which ah. is hilarious to me because I'm not, but but I've never, I've always thought about it, but I just don't like at this point in my life to do a 2 a.m. set. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't interest me enough. Yeah, well, the and thing plus is, you're, you're doing already right doing live with, performance yeah. by standing up. And there and there that's what and I do get my, my anyway, yeah, I get my sorry. kicks out from being on stage. Like Jay hates hosting. The idea of being the hey everybody, right? Kind no, of thing. he
1: wants to go up and do the material. Yeah, he's do material, got, yeah, right? Yeah. So
2: I'm very good at that crowd wrangling nonsense. He hates it. In fact, we had a, in, last year we had to um, host two different events separately, and mine ended like two minutes before his started. And I get a text from him because he has like a intertext app that works on the boat, and it just said, "Ralph, please help." And I go to <laughs> he where hasn't he started is, yet? and it was a beer co- a beer pong tournament. Yeah, and I see him on stage. There's just swarms of people around him. He's holding him back. He looks like he's about to cry because he had there was nothing planned. And I just come in. I just like look. All right, you do this. You didn't. I just you bark at people and get it get it accomplished. He doesn't have that that right. part of him.
1: Yeah, he's too likable and nice. I don't mind being an asshole. Right. And that's and 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 again, <sighs> and it's not even about being an asshole, but also it's also like dealing with the crowd and getting everyone either pumped up or settled the right. fuck down. Right. Exactly. And and, and if. I mean, you sound like a guy that I would want on the road if I was headlining. Like, yeah, you go on right before me and you get everyone riled up or whatever it is and then I'll come out and do my thing. Exactly. Like, I'm not... I'm just there to, like, get everybody focused on what's happening yeah, and
2: get everybody to either shut up or to pay attention or whatever and then I get off the stage. That's it. You know, five minutes of time. Sometimes I have... Last year this was crazy um there's a very big band five finger death punch huge, yeah very su- super well-known band yeah and they're gonna play the cast off which is you know the the horn of the boat, go rah, rah, and then the band starts happens every year right and everybody's drunk on the boat it's about to start this is the most energy that's gonna be on the boat that first right because then people get tired after that <laughs> right <laughs> <exactly>. so <laughs> naps. yeah it's showtime so start at five and some the, the one of the guys that organized everything, there's five hosts on the boat because there's 20 bands, people going up to There's like four or five of us that are all hosts. And he comes up to goes, look, um, the band is not going to start for at least 20 minutes, so you got to go up and kill time or there's going to be a problem, right? Every other host said, no, I'm not doing that because <laughs> what? And I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it. And I went up on stage and just started bullshit. I had the entire... 4,000 people doing, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, and just doing stupid shit, interviewing people, whatever, and 25 minutes went by, and then the band went on stage.
1: Well, like what you just said, you're saying and doing stupid shit and interviewing people and whatever, but like you went up there and you did some things like interview people and you like came up with these ideas or there are things you've seen or they're things you've done. But like a guy like Jay, a guy like me, I would be like, what is everyone? Doesn't everyone want to just be quiet until the (laughs) band starts? Like I would be lost. Do you know what I mean? Like I I just don't. It's a different mentality. It's just like, I can't do
2: stand up in, you know, we all have different areas that we're strong in. Yeah. I'm trying to find an area I'm strong in. (laughs) I was thinking though, know, career growth. I Geared read growth. the 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 bio of the show and listened to a couple of episodes and look at that. One research. of my um, how dare you with most your CD. personal like industry failures that I wanted to share with you. Oh people, yes, I think it's it, it's so telling of the industry and it taught me my lesson of unfortunately in this business. You have to do what works for you and fuck everybody else, which is unfortunate when you're generally a nice
1: person. But yeah, but with, with your story, we're not we're never trying to like shit on anybody individually. No, not sword. at all.
0: Okay, so yeah. So Johnny got panicked.
1: Well, no, I just don't. I want to be able to air it and not have to worry about
2: no, 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 no specific names. So <laughs> I used to be a VJ on VH1 Classic. Yes, I was doing that for a while, and me and this guy Eddie Trunk were both. Oh, like a, uh, would do I do one week, he would do the other week for for a long time, and um. I got uh, a call from, two things happened. One, I had to have a, a precancerous tumor removed from my throat. And they told me, take, take time off. Don't worry about it. You know, it's fine. You got a job here when you come back. And when I left, Eddie said to them, hey, you know, you should probably think about hiring someone full time. Ralph's not here. And he ended up taking my job, which is fine. You know, he. he uh, but I would have never lost the position because the surgery didn't conflict with my Recording schedule, but I should have just never told them anything, and I just would have done it. I just was worried. I'm like, hey guys, I might not, but then what happened was they offered me a job back like a year later, so I'm about to start working with them, and some guy approached me to do my own show on a different network. And I did research on him, and he was a real person. Like, he actually was... He worked for the network. He was talking for, about. He was talking about. And he flew me out to here to meet a production company. Flew me to D.C. to meet a production company. And we're all talking about this thing that we were going to do about my radio show called Tour Bus TV. And I was so excited about it. Then on a Friday, we're having a conference call. Me, him, the L.A. production office, the uh, D.C. production office... <clears throat> And he said, all right, 6 in the morning, Monday, get up. We're going to fly out, and we're starting this. And I thought it was weird. We don't have a script yet. Gonna, but okay, we're going to go figure it out when we get there. Monday morning comes. My bags are packed. And I'm waiting for a car that never comes, never hear from the guy again. The two production companies now start calling me, telling me that we owe them like twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 each for production costs. The only reason why they were doing it is because they knew of me from VH1 Classic, so they thought it was a viable opportunity. Oh Jesus! The guy was completely bullshitting all of us, and I never heard from him again. He was
1: collecting cash, what? just collecting the, like production costs. He was taking the production. Did he disappear? I mean, he disappeared. Never heard from him again. But I mean, you can't. He's not still working in the bin, no. Like... Yeah, I don't know where he is.
2: Nobody knows where he is. Well, he he cl- was, he's he clearly like a, a, a piece of shit who did yeah, that probably a bunch yeah. of times. A bunch of times, and I was the the image of me. Six in the morning with my bags packed, waiting for a car. Like a kid waiting for his his dad, and then the
1: stepdad has to come out and go, yeah, he's not coming. And I didn't
2: go back to VH1. I told them. Nah, I got my own thing. Don't worry oh, about
1: it. Oh shit! <laughs> because like, if if someone flies me anywhere, I'm like, well, this might be a done well, deal. I thought for sure. Airline yeah. tickets aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, but he it turns out he was probably getting that cash
0: from the production yeah. company. So yeah,
1: so Yeah, he just totally bullshit oh, everybody. And that really sucks. So you were then out of
2: VH1. Yeah, I was out of VH1, and I uh, now I've been just doing radio and podcasts since then. Well, and wh- how long ago was that? When was that? Five years ago. So
1: that was like, was that right when the Eddie Trunk the metal show? Right before worked? that
2: show started, okay. maybe a year yeah. before that show started. That was doing like two seasons a year. I think
1: they did eight
2: episodes, eighteen episodes.
1: Because like- I feel like I've, I feel like VH1 Classic might be how I recognize you. That's possible. possible. Well, no, yeah. Actually,
2: though, I, as embarrassing as it is, I was on a. Um, what's it called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy which was like a super popular episode with Vince Neil from Motley Crue oh my god and very often when people say they recognize me it's usually from that really that's it John
0: John loves Vince Neil (laughs) he sat next to him
1: once did you do you know Vince Mm -hmm. at all Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah 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 um no, I did. I don't. I never saw that episode, but that's okay. um, usually where people notice me. That's VH1 that's really
0: Classic funny. is that? It's, do, do you think that stuff's kind of going the same way as radio? It's yeah, just got buried all, they don't and know disappeared.
2: To, they just and, don't know how to program. They don't know what they're doing. You know, all it's all the same. They're running the same blocks. The way radio would survive is very simple: live and local. That's what will keep radio alive. Get people that are personalities that have a tie to that community that
0: can tell you what's going on in that local, local audience. And that's all that matters. You will get an audience. But how does somebody like a VH1 still still survive in this overcrowded, like... You know, the truth is Cables I think that they have to TV start market. taking
2: more chances with programming. Allow for things that are a little off-kilter that Netflix is doing. Don't be so vanilla. Yeah, don't do things like like a lot of great series are on Amazon Prime or Netflix because VH1 Classic probably passed on it. Yeah, Yeah. If you did that, took a chance, and didn't just be so cookie-cutter, you, you know, you might have a lot of failures, but you're going to get those one or two that are going to garner an audience.
0: I just wonder if that demographic is even still watching that channel
1: anymore. They know? would
2: if it's something worth watching. You know, I really believe that.
0: And you need to have an online presence. Yeah. Put all your shit online, too. Do they must? They obviously think that their audience is dead. So VH4
2: Classic is weird because it was designed to never run commercials. They made their money based on the money that you get just by being part of a cable package. They, okay. They, right. They, that's, they were very pageant. low, yeah. very very low cost network. Yeah. Wow. They were a unique animal. That's why they they never. I don't know if they do now, but those first few years that I, when I was there, they they don't run commer- They never ran commercials.
1: Well, yeah. VH1 Classic is now
2: MTV. MTV. Classic. Yeah. yeah. MTV, they don't yeah, exist yeah. anymore. It
1: became, yeah. which was kind of interesting to me, I guess, for like two seconds. It was like. I, it lo- they, what I don't understand is why they don't just run Headbangers Ball, dude, unedited, the <laughs> dude. way it ran, and dude. I would watch that, dude. I would watch. Hours of Headbangers Ball. Why don't they just do that? That's shit that I used to put a VHS tape in and record the fuck out of and be like, yeah, dude, Dave Mustaine's going to be on. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't know why they don't just do that. Anyone my age... That grew up to do that. We don't want a new version of Headbangers Bowl with bands no. we don't care about. No, exactly. And you, I'm your demographic. So There's just very put few on metal bands. And, that and are it costs nothing. Yeah. Just run the old tapes.
0: Yeah. Or Adam Curry, Ricky Rackman. Or they just live feed your cruises. Yeah, I believe me. I've tried to get
2: a. I was going to say that. I tried to be... get a show about our cruise, but the uh, the murky details of getting a
1: cruise, getting the video
2: allowed on the cruise is next to impossible yeah but that would
1: also be a good show uh, Absolutely like a scripted show like you know you get hired to MC and you're on a cruise with a bunch of wackadoos who are you know, what, what
2: we're actually doing now is we started filming with this company that did um what is it a uh, Long Island medium and cake boss cake right there's two shows on I, on, I don't watch either had, of them but you didn't like the cake but you, you love cake but um, <laughs> I have a network in my home it's called gas digital network which is a network I started it's about ten shows that all come into my home studio And it's all alpha males with comedians and, you know, guests coming in and out every week. There's 10 shows that come in each week. People break shit. They steal shit they they someone just stole a monitor from the studio what? shit happens every week and we wait
0: you you want this to happen it's happening
2: no it's
1: not that he wants it to it's just happening who the fuck I,
2: steals I, shit when horrible. you're letting him in your it's house? so horrible yeah, somebody broke my blinds like the you know the old style like level or blinds maybe and, they had a stroke too, they maybe they, made, they <laughs> broke two pieces by accident but instead of telling me oh. they just hid the pieces
1: fucking yeah, ass man, this,
2: what uh, is he? Are they, are they 14? It's crazy. Well, they're all, I mean, no offense, but most comedians are for 14. Are 14. Yes. You know, That's self, a very good point. Self-delusional, you know, yeah.
1: holier-than-thou jerk-offs. Fair enough. But if I broke Fair anything enough. in your house, I'd be like, hey, dude, I'm real sorry. But that I would be fine. And
2: thing. I wouldn't care. But because they told me, they didn't tell me, I charged all the shows, you know, unless, unless someone, I gave them a week. To come forward, no one did. So I just charged one ninth of it to each show
0: and bought new blinds. I had, um... I can't, I don't know if it was. I don't think I was doing the show with you yet. I used to run this filming location downtown called the Herald Examiner Building, and I and I basically built a podcast studio in it next to my office. Mm-hmm. And I would let people come in and do their shows. I let my friends come in and do the shows. All thankless assholes, I'm sure. Uh, Absolutely, no, what he would no. like to
1: say, but he won't say no, it. Too nice. No. Of a guy. It was
0: fine. So anyway. One of the things that I never understood was like whenever I did favors for people, like if I gave you a good rate for filming there, they would always give me alcohol. That was the, the easy buyout. What you drink, man? What you, it was always yeah, like, what, right. what if I don't drink anything? Which I, I did drink. But my point was that it was too easy to buy me off with alcohol. So I just had a huge collection of alcohol in my office. I come in one day. And one of my bottles is fucking heavy. Oh, of tea. course. So I do the classic, like, everybody yeah. in my office. God damn it. Which one of you fucks been no in my office? It, of, course. of course not. And then I'm like, if this ever happens again, no one, no one will do a podcast here. And, and, I, like, and, and I also called my employees and I was like, I will fire one of you. You're fucking drinking on the job. Right. Get it all done. And then a week later, one guy goes, I, I really feel bad, man. Don't don't fire anybody. I was like, why? He goes, I was wondering. I'm like, yeah, but. The one you do, the podcast you do, is like fucking nine o'clock in the morning. What are you doing drinking at nine, you fuck?
2: I was uh, sitting on my couch. I try not to be there when shows record, right? Because I just, you know, I'm sitting on my couch and I watch a guy who doesn't really see me open up my fridge, take out some food, see me, (laughs) put it back in, (laughs) and then walk back into the studio. And I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? (sighs) So ridiculous. Uh, but again, doesn't surprise I, me. No, and then another day I'm sitting there and I hear what sounds like just rushing water. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm looking around and I go and they just left the faucet running. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just full blast. And I called the guy who had just left. I said, dude, why would you leave the way? Because I was in a rush. How much of a rush are you in? <laughs> Loosen up your schedule, buddy. Turn <laughs> the faucet <laughs> to the right. You
1: cannot be a quarter second late. What the fuck? Comics. You're I, right. You know you're what right. though? <clears throat> I you're guess right. comics. I met a couple people in college right off the bat that like I guess I was raised with manners. Like if I go to your house, I and I need something I, I'm gonna ask before I walk into your kitchen and just start mm-hmm. grabbing shit willy-nilly. But like I met a lot of kids in college just walk into your room and take stuff. Good and, willy-nilly
0: uh, reference, by the uh, way.
1: Thank too. you. And I <laughs> and I'm gonna say dilly-dally later too. Uh but people just walk in and, and grab stuff, whether it was like a beer or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and you're like all you have to do is ask, right? If you just but also, ask. also, I
2: don't like asking either because asking puts me in a weird position because then you look like a dick if you say, you say no. no.
1: That's true, but also you shouldn't be going into other right. people's. But I started like,
2: with this: don't even ask because just don't put me in that situation. You can't and have. And inevitably, food. someone does. One guy always drinks. Ask me for a beer. I say yes. Is I'm going to get you? I'll, I'll get you. I'll bring a case. No, they he won't. He brought a six pack. And drank, and it. then he drank five of them. Yeah. So what did you do for me?
1: You did nothing. Yeah. You guys are
0: buddies. That was a six. Pa- that was a yeah. buddy six pack deal. I
1: love that. I'll, I'll bring you some beer. I'm gonna drink all of it when yeah. I bring it over. That's, but a, but buddies I'll bring too. It. That's a buddies too. That's a buddies do. That's what I. Yeah.
0: How long are you in town, by the way?
1: Uh, Till Saturday afternoon. And you fly back to New York? To New York City. And right. what
0: all the stuff? So, you're doing some podcasts. I'm what hosting, else are you doing? Uh,
2: the Pornapalooza event. Oh. Okay, what is this? At we headquarters. Don't, which I don't is, know what uh, this is. So, Headquarters of Strip Club in, in New York. And it's about five porn stars. That Wait a do, minute, you're doing that here? No, in New York. That's when you, you go back. Okay, yeah, next okay. Friday. okay. It's for Halloween. It's a Halloween themed porn event okay. at the SDR show is hosting. Okay. Who are, the, who are the, uh... I forget. I don't know. So you can look it up online. I never... You
0: spend a lot of time around nudity. I yes. i mean to go ahead and I guess. definitely
2: do. Yeah. And, uh...
0: Too much sex in front of you? Does it wreck it?
2: No, but I, do, I, yeah. I have crazy stories. You know, I've I've had sex with four women at once, multiple times. Okay, Good continue. Lord. I've done a lot of crazy things. Now, now th-
0: that just randomly or was all set up like basic, you knew? Or it happened uh, there was like...
2: A, there was a time I still, you know, who doesn't... I think you ask a guy, number one and number two is threesomes and anal is what most guys will say. Right. You know, I don't think anyone... Very rarely is a guy, oh, I really want a girl to shit on me. That
1: is not... In the top yeah. three. It you know? oh, wouldn't be in the top three. No, that's a very specific... Yeah, but one
2: and two, most guys are going to say threesomes and anal. That's what they're going to ask. And I was dating a bisexual girl for a while who would just go out and find girls, and she would bring them back. And we started, she collected a, quite a few that night, apparently. Yeah, and then we would slowly be building our harem over the course of a year. There was like 15 girls that would be coming in and out of our group every week, and twice were you the four.
0: only male in the, only that room? the only man the only man will you do stuff with other dudes in the room no i mean i will i don't care <laughs> you if don't it, care if it's a girl that i'm
2: really dating
1: i wouldn't do it Oh, okay but a girl that i'm just there to have fun with i don't care doesn't, yeah now do you bother. wear a lot of robes well, <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have several i feel like a guy like you would be like i several. don't need to put on a <laughs> shirt a robes. most days several robes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: but the thing with four here's the thing with the four like what the hell do you do during that People you're mostly you're mostly a watcher
2: if the girls are bisexual you really just get in and out where you want. You like, and they don't care. You walk around. You think, where am I putting my? Penis you don't on? have don't to do that ask. For a little bit. Well, if it's if it's a, if it's a public setting, you probably should ask. A no, pub- no,
0: no, not that. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you were in a public, public orgy, guy. Right. What are you? Do? Uh, <laughs> it's a public setting. But, but so I mean, if you're at your house. There's 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 a lot of things. There's four other people in the room, and they can take care of themselves with or without you. So that the, the question is like, how do you go in and out? Do you you, you kind of uncomfortably all of a sudden you no, just pop well, up look, between the two? Was... You're like, what are you guys doing? What's going on? Obviously, at that point, like we've gone out for.
2: Drinks. Then we all we had already kissed each other at one point, and but
0: if all four said whatever you want,
1: man.
2: Yeah. In advance. It was all. So you was, can just
0: pop in and out.
2: Right. It would be weird to like get like written permission beforehand, but we got right. No, You guys you know. got
1: your permission slips. Yeah. About to start sure. the orgy. <laughs>
0: in three, <laughs> two, two, one, and get horny, everybody. It just, wow, it just it's, it's really. I don't care too when I'm on a timer. I'm just saying it's like as much as guys <laughs> would. Uh, I'm sorry, Mrs. John Huck, but as much as guys <laughs> want to be. Involved in something like that, it also can be intimidating or confusing because you're like, where the, how the fuck am I getting in this? Oh, guy? that's like, but right? that, that is the, the you the, figure it part out, trust me. You yeah. figure it out, don't that, get me wrong. For,
1: for like an overly confident guy, maybe that is part of the fun of it, but I think like I would be like, oh, God, I would just start sweating a lot. I'm so and, excited you, about you, the opportunity just, and keep it's, it's, telling
0: him how, how glad, how excited you are about the opportunity. I'm really I'm glad,
1: so, glad to be here, ladies. I'm really glad just to be want here. That's why I let you go guys. so guys sit in the corner masturbating the whole time.
0: Thank you guys so much for what this I really, I really appreciate everything that's going on. And
1: then I feel like it would be like, I would be like, Somehow doing it all wrong, like yes. no, no, not there, not now, not here, now, not there, no, not as you're
0: like no, Can I take it out of your vagina and put it in your? vagina? you are totally okay with like the? D- if I've gone, that's how the... it works. Okay, all right, okay, just making sure. Show me the blueprints. Completely confused. And by the
2: way, uh, rule of etiquette: if you do do that, switch a condom before you go. Oh, point oh, point so there.
0: you weren't you weren't uh, you weren't barebacking?
2: No, I've not had sex without a condom in like 20 years. Okay, and that
1: and listeners, see that is a responsible man right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One <laughs> time in the last 20 years. That's about it. Well, and, then, what are you going to do? And your son's name is. And, and I, <laughs> I have herpes, gonorrhea, and he's, and he's I have three seven. kids. I don't know how how this herpes, this gonorrhea, happens. and Jared. <laughs> Jared.
0: Uh,
1: where can people find you? All right. Well, me everywhere at I am Ralph
2: Sutton. That's uh, I believe in symmetry across all social media platforms. So I am Ralph Sutton everywhere. The SDR show is the SDR show everywhere. Torbus Radio is Torbus Radio
1: everywhere. And uh, the cruise leaves in January eighteenth. And that's pretty much everything. And you are aware that there is a uh, famous jazz musician who's passed away, yes, Ralph Sutton. Yes, Ralph Sutton. And yeah. I would get a call about once a year before he died asking if I was him. Hey, you want to play saxophone or, at the old Christmas that'd be great. party? great. I would have said, yeah, I'll come. I'll do it. <laughs> um, Funny. What, uh, real quick, what's the craziest thing that ever happened when you were a strip club
2: DJ? Uh, my favorite story uh, is very simple. I used to have to do this thing where before my shift starts, you go into the strip, the, the dressing room, and you make a list of all the girls that are there, so you can do your rotation, as it's called, to see who goes up on stage first. And I walk in, and there is this Spanish girl and this Russian girl screaming and yelling at each other in g-strings, topless, just yelling and screaming. And the house mom, who's like the den mother of the group, is like trying to keep them separate. And what happened was that the Spanish girl, sorry, the Russian girl accused the Spanish girl of stealing three hundred dollars. Right. And they check her purse, they check her G string, they check her locker. It's nowhere to be found. I walk in in the middle of the screaming match and I don't know what's going on. The house mom says to the Spanish girl, I know where you have it. Oh boy. Spanish girl pulls down her G string and says, Go ahead and check me. The house mom puts her hand up the Spanish girl's vagina and and pulls out $300. And then the best part of the story is the Russian girl just picks up the money and puts it in her purse. Doesn't even clean it. No, nah,
1: no, that's mine. I'm taking
0: it. And the the joke was from one box to another is where it went. <laughs> I, but here's what I'm starting to find out: if if I'm new to the sex game, I've just found out that women uh, not only do you get to have sex with their vagina, sometimes if you get lucky enough, there's money in money, there. There might be money. Yeah, in there. That's exactly. Uh, true. They're like
1: a pinata. <laughs> I feel like a money fajita. Wow, wow, um, dude! Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, man. thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. Uh, anything else?
0: No, I just uh, I can I can send you your video on uh, iRing at my house if you want to put that up. You yeah, post well, that's that funny. By the way, I was so impressed by that because that was on I think uh, Shark Tank.
2: Not that long ago. I'm like, Oh, that's cool to see this technology. Oh, where where he can see that you're yeah, at
0: the door. Well, I could anywhere. have actually talked. if I had known I didn't respond to the original doorbell ring, had I known, I literally I would have told him, We're not there, we're here. I could have told him that on the thing when he rang the doorbell.
1: But oh really? Yeah. And then he would have been like, Bullshit, you're inside. This is a scam." No, well, I, I I saw the thing, so I wouldn't No know. Gramps. This is technology. He probably went oh just I, open the I, goddamn I door.
0: Which yeah. is <laughs> funny about that technology because they make it seem like you're there going I can't come to the door right now. It's like, right. I know you're not in that yeah, house. I mean, that's the house. I know you're not They there. should package
2: it in a way that you see that it's not I ring, because right. you immediately think, oh, the person's not home.
1: I They're know, not home. Exactly. Because yeah. Yeah. you can't. Can you use that from inside your house if you wanted to? Well, oh, yeah, phone, yeah, Everything yeah. is all after So, just, so yeah. I would just say, even if you
0: were home, I wouldn't believe
1: you. But yeah. the first time I got it,
0: though, this is how dumb I was. So somebody did ring the doorbell. I just walked over to the window to see who it was. And I was like, OK, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, you <laughs> I didn't it. want you're to talk it. to that guy. Why didn't I just do what I was supposed to do in the first place? Because he was just soliciting bullshit, which nobody should go door to door anymore. You see, you don't have that problem No, that door to door. You know, let me ask you a question about it. It works off your Wi-Fi. Is yeah. that what it is? Okay. Or I'm... anywhere. No, anything. So I, I mean, No, but the use camera my...
2: there works off Wi-Fi.
0: Correct. You have to hook it to your Wi-Fi. All those cameras you have to work on your Wi-Fi.
1: Okay. All of Why them. Why do you think that now the government no, can watch No, because
2: now that uh, a monitor was stolen from my house, I have to put in a camera to fucking watch Oh, Nest. Watch yeah. I would recommend Nest. Well, the problem with it is that they use Wi-Fi and they need all of my bandwidth for the oh. HD stream that's going up. So I'm trying to find a local storage thing that would just like a motion-centered locals. And then I have to start explaining to women that come over why there's cameras all over my fucking apartment. Yeah, uh-huh. because of you. That's all you got to yeah. say. Yeah. Exactly. Or
0: just put a sign right below the camera.
1: Just this is get... here
2: because of fucking you. I got to get stage lights in my bedroom with the fully... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, the mirror on the ceiling is here because of you and your, th- your thievery. And your cash-giving vagina. That's yes, right. yes, my bed is now round because of you. I just came and I got $25. Okay, that's great. Perfect. Webcam, baby. Uh, all right, man. Thank you very much for uh, making the trip. Appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me, guys. Yeah. Brian, anything? Yeah, I just want to make sure that I, I'm willing to know that I will be posting on
0: this thing that uh, I'm going to request that both of our parents do not listen to this episode. I don't think my parents listen to anything I've done. They do they shouldn't. But your mom might want to skip this one.
1: She might, although you know, I mean,
0: who
2: she knows. thinks so, not because of maybe you, you'll she... find out your mom had many threesomes in the day.
1: God, I hope not. Well, I just think God, she just thinks I so highly not. of me, not John. And I is that what you're worried about? I don't want to let her down. All right, great show. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>